welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, the unlikely missionary DHW. Happy February. Can you believe it that we're already into the second month of 2019? I hope that all is well. I just wanted to kind of update you guys. I think that I want to do this every two weeks or bi-weekly. Um, and so moving forward, we'll get an a new episode of the podcast every two weeks. Let's see how that works out and how all that goes. So today, let's talk about sex, shall we? Um, If you've been living under a rock then you don't know that New York State just passed a new abortion law. I know, sorry, really heavy topic today. Um, But it has had Twitter all up in arms. And we as Christians are so quick to condemn people who get abortions. Um, And when you are a Christian that follows other Christians on social media, you see a lot of Christian-y. I say that with quotations, responses to these types of things. The church's response to the abortion debate has always made me angry because we use it as a license to throw people away when there were many instances before this choice came into view where we could have helped that young girl not get to that point. Do I agree with abortion? For me, no. Do I believe that everyone has the right to make that decision for themselves? Yes, because God has given us the right to choose. He may not like or approve of our choices, but we have the right to make them. Um, If you look in Deuteronomy, if you look in Joshua, there are always points where we have to make a choice. And God says, You have the ability to make the choice. I have a choice that I would like for you to make, but it's up to you because it's a choice. What angers me about the church's response is the vitriol we seem to spew about abortion, but the inaction we take to prevent it from even getting there. Now, just a quick message from our sponsors, and then we will be ad-free for the remainder of the podcast. The first step in changing the tide is admitting in the church that church folks are having sex. I know someone just clutched their pearls, but we really need to acknowledge this truth because people are. When we get our minds wrapped around that, we need to change the approach in dealing with it. Should we preach abstinence in the church? Absolutely. Because the Bible clearly says that sex is supposed to happen in the context of marriage. So yes, preach abstinence, but also preach safe sex. Preaching about abstinence and how if you have sex out of marriage, you disappoint God to teens who may not have made a decision to accept Christ yet is foolhardy. If you have been churched your whole life, that might work. 
but for most, it still doesn't. Next, we need to take the stigma off of birth control. Yes, the Bible says be fruitful and multiply, but that was literally after he created Adam and Eve and there was no one on the earth. So they had to be fruitful and multiply in order to populate the freaking world. It doesn't mean having kids when you're not ready. It doesn't mean having more kids than you're able to take care of. We need to stop using this verse as a weapon. We also need to teach that condoms are our friends. We should tell young people not to have sex. But if they do, we need to tell them to strap up. You want people to not have to make a choice about abortion? Make sure they aren't in a position to need one. And ladies... Birth control pills are not the devil. For example, I don't want to have any more kids right now. So, I take my pills every day. It's okay. Whatever it is, a shot, a patch, a pill, I'd rather that than get pregnant and feel some type of way about being pregnant again. That makes no sense. Once again, if you don't want to have to deal with an abortion decision, Make sure that you aren't in a position to need one. Next, we need to stop preaching the pull-out method. It's mind-boggling that we condemn condoms and birth control, but support the one method that is the least effective. Using this method is like playing Russian roulette. It's crazy. Finally... We need to put the responsibility, more responsibility on young men to do the right thing and not sleep with everything that moves and to not cause any unwanted pregnancies. As in society, in the church, all the pressure and the responsibility is on the girl to not be fast or to have the, or on the flip side, to have the baby because we are the host. But these young men out here need to shoulder part of the burden a girl doesn't get pregnant by herself so she should not be having a child by herself or dealing with any of the consequences by herself and that starts with teaching them that any children they have are their god-given responsibility okay abraham in the Bible was in charge of his entire household, including the children that he had, the child he had with his servant, and including all of his servants' children. He didn't, you know, father all those children. But when did we stop teaching people, young men, the responsibility that they have that God has given and put them in charge of. Yes, it's a lot of responsibility, but that's what comes with being a man. So, when we have a young lady in the church who 
has had an abortion or is thinking about an abortion, when we get to the point where abortion is on the table or has taken place, what should the church's response be? The response should be to show grace. And this is really counter to what actually goes on in churches today, but is really a biblical principle because we all have done and will do things that disappoint God, all of us. The Bible says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So we will wake up and do at least one thing, at least one, that is contrary to the word of God, okay? But God sent his son anyway to die for our sins, knowing that we would mess up. So church, we need to chill out. We all fall short, but God gave us grace. So extend some yourself. Most people have no idea of the emotional toll losing a baby has on a woman. You never forget it, and you can't forget it because it's a major surgery and it's part of your medical history. You have to recount it every time you go to the doctor, every time you go to the gynecologist, they ask you, and that trash is painful, both emotionally, spiritually, and physically. So you know what, church? Let's give them a break. Last podcast, I talked about choices and that we always have a choice, either to have the baby or not. For some, having the baby means long-term hardships for them and the child or mistreatment or abuse. And since we don't know what went into the making of the decision, since we don't want know what went into making of the baby, while we may not like the decision that people make, we need to get over it and do what God has sent us to do, which is love our neighbor. Love our neighbor. The Bible says in the New Testament, there's two commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. So we really need to ask ourselves, if we ever found ourselves in a situation where people don't approve of the decisions we have made, How would we want them to treat us? How would we want to be treated? And then you need to go out and treat people that way. So do I agree with abortion? No. But do I believe that it is everyone's choice to make that decision? Yes. Will I still love you either way, no matter what you decide? You bet. Because it's not about me. It's about the love of God. And no matter what you do, God still loves you. So who am I? Who am I? To treat you badly. If God loves you no matter what. So church, we need to get it together. If we want God to show us grace and to extend mercy to us, we need 
to do the same to others. Remember, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. All right, that's it for episode eight of the podcast. Thank you so, so, so much for tuning in and listening to the Unlikely Missionary Podcast. Um, It's just such a blessing to be able to um, come into your home or your headphones or your computer or wherever you're listening. Um, It's greatly appreciated. For more Unlikely Missionary You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash unlikely missionary. Remember that I will be back with a new episode in two weeks. And if no one ever tells you, I just want you to know you are loved.